Yo, yo, yo. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. <laughs> Glad to see you. Dr. Velvet Love, the soul healer. Yes, the soul surgeon. <laughs> the soul surgeon correction. Cool. Um, Summer Johnson, are you here? Not yet. Not one yet. More, one more invite. Thank you. There she is. Hello, hello. Hi. Wonderful to connect here. So happy we're doing this for the masses. For real, for real. So um I'd just like to do a proper introduction. Summer. Um, you're on the call with me, obviously, and my coach, Velvet, loves. And, uh, yeah, we usually do this by ourselves, but I know I know you like these topics, so you get to chime in on this one. And, Coach, this is uh, Summer. And, yeah, she's a cool girl that I met out in L.A. Hello. Summer, I love your name, and I'm so happy to be connected with you, and I look forward to your thoughts on all the things. Nice to meet you. It's my pleasure <laughs> to be here. Yay. Uh-huh. Let's do it. All right, cool. So um, as we discuss briefly, we're just going to dive into this paragraph, Coach. And okay. I mean, you, you- you always do good at we you know you know how we do it so mm-hmm. everybody listening um this is really about just the healing process um a, a lot of us come from brokenness broken broken homes broken families um which leads ultimately to a broken self but how long do you want to live a broken life i did that for most of my adult life Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm-hmm. So, a first paragraph quote says, an adult can be fully aware of his feelings only if he had caring parents or caregivers. Mm. What can is I your speak? experience with that? Because I know you have so much experience with, in, in this game of life. Mm. Well, what I what I just heard you read was an adult can only be aware of its feelings when it had caring parents. Um, that was the kind of gist of what you just said, right? I believe so. And that is just so true because um, when you come from healed or loving, caring parents, they really teach you how to have your own thoughts and how it's okay no matter what that thought is they teach you how to be supportive of it but for many of us that come and like me that come from unhealed backgrounds and parents that just didn't know better they weren't raised properly um absolutely I I didn't even know how I felt about most things on a personal level growing up because my thoughts were always invalidated um and I also I I was told you know don't talk about this that's the secret don't so coming from a background with so many secrets and you can't speak on my business it definitely will invalidate your thoughts to the point that in adulthood you have a hard time knowing who you really are it's traumatizing 
Wow. That's deep. And at the age of 30 years old, here I am. And it's like I really, there's a pool between the old and the new of who I really am, you know, and not who I was raised and conditioned to be. So I I, I think that was, it, it was deep. And, and, and that's, and that's why we're on this call. Uh, we're definitely not the only ones, you know, I'll be on YouTube. I'll be watching the videos mm -hmm. and as good as the videos are, the comments be even juicier sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. So, um, yeah, most, most definitely. That struggle finding. Mhm. Go ahead. That that struggle to like to find who you, who you really are, and when you speak about invalidation, that's really real. I could I could mimic my mom, and I remember her just saying things like just recently, this last summer, when I when, when we all moved in during COVID, mm -hmm. thinking we were gonna have a healthy family life, and she'd be like, "What you sensitive?" Well. Wow. What, what you in your feelings? You know what I mean. Mm. And here's this. Here's this. This person who's, I mean, to be honest, is kind of a, an, a very much so an emotional wreck. Being mad at me because I got feelings. Right. <laughs> like, she didn't know what, better. She didn't know. You better. got feelings too, clearly. Yeah. You know. So very um, unhealed. I don't like to use the word toxic, but it's 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 not healthy. Right. It's very poisonous. Very poisonous. And Summer, what are your thoughts on that? Nothing at the moment. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I do. I I agree. So. So, mm -hmm. so the next sentence says. People who were abused and neglected in childhood are missing this capacity and are, and are therefore never overtaken by unexpected emotions. Mm. What does that mean for you? How can you mm. relate? that's actually something that I'm really like current right now unraveling in mm -hmm. my life because I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about it. And it's like, I wasn't, I, I wasn't really allowed to, to, to feel feelings, even though I was, I'm a human, right? Like I will feel feelings, but I wasn't allowed to be able to like, ma, this hurt me. Mm -hmm. Ma, this didn't feel good. Ma, why do it, why does it have to be like this? And then you move into adulthood, right? One of my biggest things in adulthood outside of making money was relationships. And I'm like, I'm kind of shitty. I'm kind of crappy in relationships because I'm mimicking that. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to tell my partner this is what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't like this. So then I, I, I spaz out in a different kind of way. Yeah. I, I become avoidant. I become distant. Right. Hoping that my spouse will come back like, Oh baby, what's wrong? Baby, why aren't you talking to me? 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Instead of standing up and being a leader, a man in a relationship and, and, and talking about it. You know, people who were abused and neglected in childhood are missing this capacity mm-hmm. and are therefore never overtaken by unexpected emotions. I mean, I, I definitely would say there was some unexpected emotions. I didn't know how to process them, but I totally get they're missing the capacity to have feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, I dated outside of my race quite a bit, which I'm grateful for because I got to see different cultures. And I, re- I remember people, they weren't like cursing their parents out. But when they were having a bad day, they were able to say, today's not my day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I would come to my mom and say, today ain't the day. I don't want to talk <laughs> about this. What? <laughs> Boy, yeah. she going to break that broom over your head so fast, you ain't going to know what hit you. Mm-hmm. It's and funny. then once I got mm-hmm. older and bigger, okay, you too big for the broom now. Get out of my house. Go, mm. go outside. Go sleep in your car. Mm. Go sleep at your homie house. Wow. Right? Abandonment. Like, yeah, I'm feeling abandonment. I'm feeling like an orphan. I'm sleeping mm. at my homie house because my mama won't let me in the house. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, mm. From one to the next. So, uh, yeah, what you, what, you, what, what you got, Coach? Um, Definitely, um, there's a correlation there when you're not able to properly communicate. I think that a lot of time we get in relationships with hurt children, hurt adult children, and we don't realize it. We're like, dang, why this man always got an attitude? Why can't he just talk to me? Why do he keep blowing up? And it's because we have totally minimized how they were raised and who their parents were. Um And in your case and in my case, we grew up with mothers that grew up with mothers who didn't teach them as they should have. So then they raised us and we have communication handicaps. And that's something that you don't really realize until after your third, fourth failed relationship and you realize you're the common denominator, you know? And so hopefully at that point, you start researching like we did. You start getting therapy and counseling like we did. And then you become better and you become sort of a healer and a great communicator yourself. But we really don't understand these lifelong effects of growing up with parents that really just did the best that they they could, but did not have the tools and equipment to do a good job at it. That's deep. And, you know, sometimes I love my mom dearly, despite despite her humanness and imperfections. Mm-hmm. But when she say the best you did, you know, I did the best I could. I'm like, Ma, you still got an F. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but that F was hard earned. They they got that F on their own because they didn't they didn't have that structure. But yeah, you feel me? it's like it's like if you go to a school where they ain't got no resources, of course, like the grade average is like these kids are going to be way behind kids of the same age in a better school district. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, but I would also like to say your mother did not get an F at all. First of all, you're amazing. You're intellectual. You're kind-hearted. You're sensitive. You're, you, you are the right ingredient of a whole lot of things. And believe it or not, a lot of that is because of your mother. Um, and so you are alive. You know, for the first two years of your life, you couldn't support yourself. For the, I would venture to say for the first six years of life. You couldn't go get your own food, get your own milk, get your own diapers, change your own diapers. So your mother doesn't get an F, really, at the end of the day. And, you know, that's why and that's why I call you coach, because you bring you bring a lot of light to the table, you know, like and, and, and I know one of the biggest things that you teach me is perspective mm-hmm. and an intellectual factor like how you perceive things right mm-hmm. one man lose a million dollars he go kill himself the other mm-hmm. man lose a million dollars he said if i did it once i'll do it again Hell yeah same situation <laughs> perception mm-hmm. you know and just to give her a break i know and she was great she just whew, that go to butt mm-hmm. that, that, that abuse that abuse was whoo that abuse was whoo right but she was abused she was abused you know so, um, I know, you know, we don't, we, I was going to move on to the next one. Um, well, does Summer have something to add to that or no? No, I'm just going to be listening in today. Okay, yay. What you think about the talk, Summer? I love it. Yay. You enjoying it? Yes. Especially- I love having you here. So awesome. Cool. We got it. Coach, we got our first listener. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> so here's one that has really touched my heart dearly. Mm-hmm. It says depression and a sense of inner emptiness are the price they must pay for this control. Mm-hmm. This control being you know, not, not having feelings, not, not, not able to express yourself and bottling things up. Um, depression and inner emptiness. Mm-hmm. Coach, at the height of my drinking, it was like drinking like a fifth a day. Mm. And maybe, maybe even drink a fifth and that's done by seven, eight, and then go grab a half pint, right? So I'm 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 talking a thousand milliliters of alcohol in a in 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 a twelve hour span, mm. and I think it's totally from that, right? I mean, and sometimes, like you teach, and you share from experience, like. Sometimes you're going through something you don't even know what you're going through. You don't even know that you're stuck in inner emptiness. Mm-hmm. You don't know what inner emptiness is. You think you're fine. You feel me? Pull up, bro. Roll up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? You come through. You got a fresh cut. You got your Jordans on. You feel me? Your Levi's. Your polo shirt. So I'm gonna be laughing at me because she on she say polo <laughs> polo week. I love polo. 
But you know, you you come through and you like me. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Feel me? Stop at the liquor store, buy the girl her drink too. Shorty put it on my tab. It's all good. Right. Like, like no, bro. It's like twelve o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday, bro. What are you doing? Yeah, we don't really correlate how depression and emptiness leads to addiction. And then when we do correlate that it leads to addiction, we correlate addiction with alcohol and drugs. But really, addiction is our phones, it's sex, it's porn, it's, it's social media, That's it's true. addiction to, yeah, addiction to work, addiction to money. You know, we minimize those addictions that come from a, from depression and, and we go straight to alcohol and drugs. Nah, I, my mother was a workaholic. She was addicted. You know what I mean? And uh, you get, of course, because our, our parents grew up in very hurtful environments. And like you're grabbing that bottle, they're grabbing work. They're mm-hmm. grabbing this. That's true. They're yeah, they're oh, grabbing the Yeah, and what that and and because it ain't alcohol, it ain't drugs, it's more acceptable, but we don't realize that for them, that's like a warm hug. That's that's providing for them a, that alcohol for you provides like a warm hug, although temporary, it does that. And so yes, and so what were you saying summer like how can you relate with that? Well, I feel like that's that's my mom too. Like she never bought um like pour out her emotions. She just feel like getting up is it makes her day keep her going. Like if you be like, all right, stay home, I'll pay you, stay home though. No, she don't do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's true. My mom, she she's the same way, like holidays. Mm-hmm. My mama will Stop. never stay at the crib. She going to go get get that pay in a hat, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Damn, mommy, you don't want to stay home for Christmas? I gotta spend it with my auntie again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna go get this extra pay so I can pay these bills and keep a roof over your head. Yeah. Okay then. And that's I feel like too, like a lot of parents are stuck like back in decades, centuries ago. Like we up we're living in a different time, different era, like to the point like I have to tell my mom, like, get up, let's go enjoy life. Whether it's going out to eat or doing something with herself. Mm. We not taught that. We not. And and that's the problem. So if she's not taught how to celebrate and love on herself, what does she teach you? And then we create these depression cycles and we never address them. And now we having babies and we're teaching this and we're not celebrating, you know, and that's why it's our job to stop these cycles, to recognize them, and to stop the patterns that have been going on for too long. Yeah, every year I teach my, I try to learn something new about myself and teach my something, myself something new. Like this year, I feel like I'm more so focusing on my emotions and anger issues. Mm. Yes. So. Yes, that's a big deal. Congratulations, that's a big deal. <laughs> it's funny some summer say that I call her some some short for some <laughs> it's funny she say that because mm-hmm. I never seen her angry but like twice mm-hmm. but them two times <laughs> it ain't nothing to fuck it did with get a little, 
Right. Yeah. And that's how it is. Like, like you know, the Hulk said, don't make me mad. Please don't make me mad. Lord. I know. I try. <laughs> and if, I try not to communicate with people, too, because I'm a, I will go off in, like, mm-hmm. I can't even count the seconds. Like, I will go off on you <laughs> real quick. Yes. And, and all of that has to do with the lack of being heard, the lack of we when you come up not being validated and and not being you not communicating properly as an adult we go off because we don't know no other way to communicate in order for us to have been heard growing up we had to yell and act a fool to be heard but if you had come up in a healed environment you would know how to get your point across without ever acting an ass yeah, and that's something I teach my daughter every day, especially like when mm-hmm. she was little because she started school young. So mm-hmm. we have a very open communication. So like mm-hmm. if somebody picking on her or bothering her at school, I, I used to teach her, just tell me you don't like it and just go play somewhere else and start playing by herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, yo, that applies even to a 90-year-old. If you don't like it, let them know that and go play by yourself. <laughs> that's so fundamental. That's, that's, Go ahead. Yeah, that's that's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my 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 best friend. We ain't we ain't really communicating right now, mm-hmm. but yeah, we we but we we good. We just need a little little space, you know. Both going through some changing times, but anyway, mm-hmm. he would always talk about how. He was dating this girl out of his race. You know, she was of, I don't know, Caucasian descent. And she, he said it would be amazing to watch her family mm-hmm. argue. And 20 minutes later, everything go back to normal. Yes. But he yes. said, in my house, bro, it would linger for weeks. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny you say that because um, yesterday, me and my son, we got into it. Because he hung up on me twice. He basically was lying about still being asleep. And then I said, yo, why are you lying about this? And then he got mad because he said, I'm not lying. And he hung up on me twice. So um, I picked him up. I took his phone because I pay that bill. You're not going to hang up on me. I took his game and then I took him to school. I told him, have a good day. He said, Ma, so when I picked him up from school, he was like, Ma, I've messed up. I don't know why I lied. And then I lied. Then I tried to convince you I wasn't lying. And then I just pretty much made myself have a bad day by starting it off with a lie. And he was like, and I'm so sorry. I didn't have to do that. I know that you just would have said, all right, well, get your butt up and do better tomorrow. So basically, he said, but you know what, Ma? He said, I was thinking all day of, you know, me wanting to tell you this. He said, but what I didn't feel, I didn't feel afraid. I didn't feel like, oh, my God, when I go home, I'm going to get my ass kicked. He was like, it's so refreshing to know that I'm going to still come home to love after getting into it. And I was like, wow. And I'm so proud. I'm, I'm so proud of you for just having that type of emotional intelligence because it's we don't even have I mean it's it's so impactful on his life mm-hmm. and well-being you know because yeah I didn't have mm-hmm. it 
Like for real, coach. Like I get into if I did something like that, mm-hmm. my phone would have been gone for Lord knows how right. long. And then at home, there would have been no love. Right. You know what I mean? Like I would have been like every little thing she would have called me to come do it. Come pick up the crumb off the mm-hmm. floor. Come hand me this, come hand me this glass of water off your nice. Right. Thing. Like you could literally reach over <laughs> and grab the glass with your hand, but you just called me from the other side of the apartment. Just to be mm-hmm. an ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like my life's my life sucks right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because you know? I was being a, a kid. Exactly. I was being a so um, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful notes and um, you know, summer as she says, she she she's she's doing it well, too. So. Yeah, we and that's. That we're yeah. not going to repeat these patterns, and you're doing it now, Jerome, with your sister. You're not repeating patterns of trauma. Yeah, um, I'm overly gentle with that girl. I mm-hmm. think you know, it'd be the little things that drive me crazy. Her putting her shoes on the wrong. Love me, kid. I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to figure this one out, sis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a damn about none of that other stuff, but you gonna put your shoes on the right feet. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. So that's that. Well, ladies, we are. Yeah, this is about twenty-five minutes in. This has been a word. And um, mm-hmm. this that that's that's it. And if we we can make this on a quick one. Let's close out with this. Um, the true self cannot communicate because it has remained unconscious and therefore undeveloped in its inner prison. The company of prison waters does not encourage lively development. Mm. Right? And this book is called, for those of you listening, The Drama of the Gifted Child. The search for the true self. Mm, um, a great book. Wow, it, it really, it really is. Especially if you come from abuse and abandonment and and, and trying to work through it. Um, you know, I'll, I'll lead it off. The true self cannot communicate because it has remained unconscious. That's so true. Mm-hmm. I um when I when when I when I fathom who I really am. Compared to who I've been and being, it's it's worlds apart. Mm. And sometimes it's even scary to really get to know your true self, right? Seeking that, and it, it's it's work, ladies and gentlemen. It's work. This is not no one push button, click click click, buy it. It, it, it this ain't that. Mm. Um, to really peel that layer back, peel that onion back. And get to know who you truly are. It's been scary for me. Mm. It's been scary, and it's like, damn, I don't know. I, I don't even know who I am, right? And then the company of prison waters does not encourage lively development. Not to throw Mom Dukes under the bus, but uh, yeah, yeah. Mom had a very interesting way of keeping keeping herself in power. Yes. You know what I mean? Like keeping me fighting for her love. You know, like independence was not something that she she was on straight codependency. Wow. <laughs> you know, 
Whereas a, a healthy parent would like, you remember we was going through the class coach and Annie Lala, her thinking was that like, if your if your child exceeds you by the age of thirty or thirty five, then you did these you did good as a parent. And I was like, dang, well, you know. Yeah. My mom intentionally, intentionally like held me back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this might even sound crazy. It's just it's just off the top of my head, but I, I even got held back in kindergarten. I did kindergarten twice. Mm. Mm. Maybe that's maybe that's not too relevant, but you see what I'm saying? Like mom Duke, she just she yeah, she she just she the true self cannot communicate because it has remained unconscious and therefore undeveloped in its inner prison. Yes. Yes. I love that. Wow. Inner prison. <sighs> Thank so, you. What a way to end. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's why, ladies and gents, um, you know, a lot of times we do talk about the problem as we progress. <laughs> we'll talk more about the solutions. But for me, it's really been things like meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up in an environment, I grew up in a survival environment. My, my, my mother uh, had a, she had some mental issues where I was always under pressure there. And then when I left out of her front door or her back door, I had to go exist on the Southeast side of Chicago, which was another hostile survival of the fittest type environment. So sometimes just to slow your brain waves down and, and just relax and not think so hard and so fast is a good thing. Um, exercising, diet, that's a tough one. It's a tough one for me too. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, the, this is the work we have to do, and and the work has to be done, or less we just gonna trust me. We 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 just I, me. I'm a drink a fifth a day, right? This other lady, she might eat a box of chocolates. I don't know, <laughs> you know. But but I I, I just want to be I just want to be healed, coach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I need I need I need some of that loving, coach. I need some of that loving over there. You feel me? <laughs> I got all the love for the world. <laughs> Let's put out this yeah, love. Because these fifths, yeah, these fifths ain't going to do it. Ain't no, do it. we got oh. self-love, self-healing, self-parenting, <laughs> self-guidance. We can give ourselves these warm hugs. We don't have to have addictions because we're hiding who we really are. So, no. Definitely. Um, but thank you both and thank you to the listeners and I look forward to the next TED Talk via podcast. (laughs) Most definitely. Uh, Thank you for being here first in summer. Thanks for chiming in today. Love y'all Love you too. too. Talk to y'all soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.